0: As a result of the continued spread of coronavirus, many of us have found ourselves under a prolonged lockdown, a lockdown we weren't given much time to prepare for mentally or physically. Throughout this mini-series, we're looking at a number of different ways COVID-19 has affected our bodies, and today we're looking at stress. This is Your Body Under Lockdown. As always, I'm joined by Tony Lawless, holistic health coach expert and owner of quantumflowperformance.com. So, Tony, what is stress and how is it related to COVID-19?
1: Well, stress can be anything that is taking us out of our comfort zone. So as soon as we start to feel uncomfortable, we probably feel a little bit stressed as well. And COVID-19 is something that was forced upon us very rapidly. We really had no time to plan for it. We had no way of uh, gauging what it was like from previous experience. So it's a completely new experience, which means that the stress is probably going to be higher um, than we would normally associate with our daily lives. And so when you get this added stress, what happens in your body? I think the body tightens first and foremost. Uh, Stress arrives from fear and the fear and the stress combined uh, cause this tightening in the central nervous system and that really compresses the whole body down. So mobility starts to uh, drift away from us a little bit because we're tightening up physically, but we also start to tighten up and recoil emotionally as well. So if we're starting to deal with a new situation, the first thing we do is we withdraw all our uh, creative sources and everything like that, all our energy that will go into being open and expansive. We recoil into a little ball and then we try and take stock of what's going on and make sense of what's going on and see how best we can adapt to the given situation.
0: So you would say that stress and energy are are quite related and this can have then maybe a knock-on effect for things like uh,
1: work and family life.
0: Would I be right in saying that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think um, the more stress we have in the, our body the less energy you'll find that we have in our body as well. So they're completely linked. As stress goes up, energy goes down. And this is
0: Kind of sounds like what you mentioned uh, just briefly was the central nervous system. How is that related with your energy, with stress, and what, what is the central nervous system for, for those of us who, who aren't too familiar with it?
1: Okay, the central nervous system kind of runs all the systems in the body, or, or gives the energy or nerve supply and function to all the systems in the body that go on in the background. So things that we take for granted, like our breathing, how our liver is moving, Uh, our heart rate, all that sort of stuff is all affected and controlled by the central nervous system. But it's a really, really complex um, network of nerve function and nerve supply. And so once we are um, restricting that nerve flow and that nerve function, then we're going to find that we've got problems occurring through the rest of the body as well. The body then starts to work harder or have to work a lot harder to provide the normal services that it would do if it wasn't stressed or compressed.
0: What are then the normal services of the body? What way does it distribute your energy? Um, through What way does your body distribute uh, and use energy uh, on a daily basis?
1: Is there a, a normal level and then does that change as we get stressed? Oh yeah. The, the, well, the brain first and foremost uses about 20% of the body's energy and it doesn't have an energy reservoir. Like muscles have a a reservoir. They can, the the muscles can actually store energy to be used as we need it. The brain doesn't have that capability, so it has to draw energy all the time. So if you take the size of the brain, using 20% of the energy to run the brain is massive. And I think people forget about that because we start to feel a bit tired during the day. We may have felt that we've been sitting around all day, And because we haven't acted physically, we shouldn't be tired. But the reality is it's the brain that's working really, really hard. At times of stress, where we're pulled out of our comfort zone and something like COVID-19 has been forced upon us to deal with, then our brain is having to scramble and work really, really hard to try and figure out what's going on. And it's trying to cope with a new or setting up a new set of... um, I suppose a new set of rules and regulations for us to that that we can internalize and that we can feel comfortable with, and so it's really scrambling to keep us um, healthy and and well. It's really interesting the thing with the uh, the fact that the brain
0: does take up so much energy. It's definitely something that I've kind of never really thought about. Uh, it makes perfect sense, but I'm always focused on ah it's my it's my muscles or it's I've I've been too active today. But yeah, I mean you've got this mental. Um, this mental fatigue as well, and I would imagine uh, that a lot of this could come from um, like sources of reading news. Uh, just kind of a lot of information is coming in as well. It's not just our day-to-day stuff. Now we've got news stories and everything like this coming in. That would, I imagine, have a
1: an effect on it as well. I I think that um, when we sit down and we're listening to some sort of news coming in that's quite negative which is happening at the moment in the lockdown scenario we tend to feed into the news because we're isolated from being outdoors and connecting with our peers We're going towards more and more towards what's on the radio, what's on the TV. We're looking for those news updates to see what's going on. And I think we're more and more exposed to a lot of negative news. We're hearing um, how many casualties each day are in place, how many people have actually been um, diagnosed with the virus. And we're trying to work out as well what those implications are for us. So the brain is working really, really hard to process all that information. And at the same time, with the stress and fear coming in, it's also trying to run the body to the best of its ability through this stressful time. So there's a double emphasis on stress. But just just to go back another little bit, we talk about the brain using so much energy and muscles, but people don't realise that our organs also use up a lot of energy. So a a funny one I heard a good while ago was that our liver moves about three centimetres every time we take a breath in. Now that's That's about 800 meters a day. (laughs) Which is probably more than we're all moving now. Yeah, more than likely. So if you can imagine, if you put your liver down on an Olympic track, a 400 meter running track, it'd do two laps of the track every day. And that is something that would be controlled by the autonomic nervous system. We forget about that. We don't have to worry about it but it's absolutely critical to our survival because it's cleaning our blood. Our liver is cleaning our blood and it's detoxifying us. But we forget about that. And there's lots of those little things going on that we just completely forget about. So we're getting tireder naturally during the day, but with all the extra added stress and the extra levels of news coming into us that we were being taken out of our comfort zone, it's just making us tireder and tireder. So we tend to become more sedentary and sit around then. and and just absorb all this negative stuff. And that has a terrible negative impact on the whole body as well as the mind.
0: How can we then avoid the negative impact? Uh, Is there a way to manage the stress? Is there a way to manage our bodies so that we can avoid
1: all of these negative effects? Well, I, I think that if you look at bringing balance into anything, it takes it into a neutral space. So if we have lots of stress and lots of tension in our body and our body is being compressed, then the most obvious thing to do is to decompress the body. So you find ways to decompress the body and you find ways to decompress the mind as well. And um, I, I would be a firm believer in practicing Pilates on a daily basis because that really does decompress the body and how the body is moving, it relaxes the central nervous system, it brings a lot of oxygen into the body. And then when you start to relax the body down, the brain realizes that the body is now in much better shape, and it's in more control. So you use less energy then to run the brain, because it doesn't feel as stressed, because the body feels more in control. And the signals that are being sent from one to the other are becoming more in balance and back in harmony.
0: When you've got these signals going through our body, what is the chain reaction? What's the reaction from when, uh, let's say a stressful situ- situation comes in and what parts of the body does it specifically affect? Are there specific areas we should be looking out for? I know you mentioned that the uh, the liver has a, a plays a big part in uh, cleaning the blood, that the brain also uses a lot of our energy, but are there other parts of the body that we mightn't actually be familiar with um, that also play a pivotal role
1: in the management of our bodies and and the sending of signals throughout the body. Definitely. I, there's an area between the shoulder blades very very important Um would be known as thoracic one so T1 it's a little point on the spine between the shoulder blades and at that point there's a lot of nerve function it takes its cues from higher up in the brain so when the when we get stressed the the cues come down or the, the nerve pathways start to get activated and we it becomes emotional in the brain if you like we have these thoughts and then those emotional thoughts become physical at about t1 just between the shoulder blades so if we're going to get stressed it's usually between the shoulder blades we will feel it or in the neck and possibly even sometimes in our jaw now that's just the first sign of stress and tension coming into your body but when it hits t1 it then has access to a whole lot of physical levels and that's the chain reaction I think that we're talking about now, is how do we move from the the hearing the news, the emotional state that we're in, how does that create and set up physical chain reactions through the body? So at T1, we get a nerve supply that runs right down to the adrenal glands. Now our adrenal glands are parched or stuck just above our kidneys, they get activated, Most people would have heard of adrenaline. And the adrenaline is produced at times of stress to help our bodies go into this sort of fight and flight response. So we can either run really fast or fight really well. And it's our survival mode. It's what we do when we get stressed, when we feel stress in our bodies. We prepare for a fight or we prepare to run and to battle, but we prepare to survive. And that's the big thing. So we, we use up a lot of adrenaline then the body realizes there's a lot of adrenaline being used and needed, and it switches off all unnecessary other systems. So something like the digestive system will come in under uh, attack because we don't need to use the digestive system when we're running and fighting. So our digestive system will switch off, which means that at times of stress, you can find yourself maybe with a little pain in your tummy, uh, and we say, oh, that's the emotional side of things coming in. But it is also the adrenal glands reacting and causing a shutdown of the digestive system. So we we might find ourselves um, losing our appetite a little bit. So that would be a, a perfect example of what else is going on. Well, that's definitely
0: something that I've noticed um, if I've had to do any public speaking or I've had to perform in front of anybody that you can sort of feel your your stomach tightening and you get a little bit nervous and uh it's true that your appetite is gone um and i didn't know that it was related to that that's uh it's quite interesting so adrenaline is is one side of things as well um when this adrenaline goes in you talked about stuff being uh, mental um and physical emotional as well um when stressful situations such as the the coronavirus and covid-19 situation that we're living now and being under lockdown comes in. Is a lot of this um, emotional? Is it physical?
1: What's the balance between, or does it just depend on the person? I think it completely depends on the person. We're all very unique and individual and how we react to the exact same situation will be completely different from one individual to another. So it depends on, um, on your own natural personality type. Some people may be um, more sensitive, and therefore be higher affected and others may feel that they're a little more relaxed and therefore they won't have um, as much of a reaction or a quick reaction. But the one thing I can guarantee is that even though we all have different levels of stress and fear, sometimes it sneaks into the body and we can't see it. There is um, really, we have very little ability to decipher between a real threat and a false alarm. And so even the little false alarms that we could process and say, oh, that doesn't affect me. By the time we've realized that, those little false alarms have already crept into the body and crept in. And they have worked their um, magic, if you like, for want of a better way. They're trying to preserve and protect us. So they are already igniting the adrenaline. They're already activating the psoas muscle. I haven't talked about that yet. But the next big area down at the lower back is the psoas muscle. That would be linked to post-traumatic stress disorder for anybody that maybe would have had um, shocking or traumatic events. Then the psoas muscle would get activated, very linked to PTSD. And once that switches on very gradually, day by day, you may not even notice it going on. But all of a sudden you wake up and you've got a sore back. And then you're wondering where did that come from? Where did it come out of? But it's usually linked to stress over time. That's that's where it comes out of. And that's another big player. It depends. If your body is full of stress, then what you need to do is balance it, bring it back into balance and empty the stress out. If you've got a good routine that empties the stress on a regular basis, then you'll be less inclined to um, buy into or as quickly into the stress that is around through the COVID-19 and, and through what we're facing with our lockdown currently. Well, that was actually
0: what I was going to ask next. Like, how do we actually manage uh, the stress? Have you got any tips and tricks that, uh, that we can implement?
1: Well, I think we start on the physical side of things first. Most people will be able to relate to getting the body to move and to work. And to stretch and to lengthen, it's very easy to do. It doesn't take much discipline. You can, because it's very physical, we can connect with it straight away, and we can see results straight away. So I can give you certainly a couple of exercises, maybe just in a, in a minute or two. I'll give you a couple of very simple exercises that people could do. But I would also recommend um, a little bit of the Pilates on a daily basis because that helps to lengthen and stretch the connective tissue and the fascia. And once the fascia has been stretched out and lengthened, it stops us holding onto that negative emotion. And it's a little bit like, if the body is tight and stressed, it's a little bit like trying to bake a cake with the oven door open. So what we're doing when we remove the restrictions and the barriers from the connective tissue and we relax the central nervous system down, then we start to shut that oven door. We see ourselves preserving more energy, having more energy, and that makes us feel more in control so that then switches off a lot of the uh, activation from the brain or the negative activation from the brain because we are now back in control the body is feeling less stra- less stressed and the brain is feeling less fear and therefore we're back in our comfort zone again a little bit so the daily pilates uh, stretching is great to do that
0: and where do you do pilates every day do you do are you doing online classes or anything like that
1: yeah, well, absolutely. I started about um, five weeks ago when we went into lockdown over here. And I it was something that I would have identified from a very early stage that people needed to move and move in a particular way. Move in a, in a way that helps to um, build energy into the body. Because sometimes we can go out and, and really put an awful lot of energy and effort. And then we feel tired for days afterwards. And we're trying to recover maybe because we've overdone it and we've got sore muscles. So what I like about the Pilates is I'm just running about 20 minutes a day, free classes on my Facebook page, just to help people stretch and move a little bit better. But what we're trying to do is build it up gradually, oxygenate the blood, help the liver to move better, relax the psoas muscle, take the pressure and tension out of the mind as well as the body. And it really does that lovely. So anybody's welcome to join in, they're free classes, and I'm just gonna keep them running for lockdown and probably well beyond because um, at the moment the feedback is very good and it seems to be a good appetite for that people are really starting to see the benefits of it now
0: and this is all part of your, your daily routine anyway isn't it
1: yeah absolutely yeah yeah. so it's just me sharing my routine with uh, other people
0: you mentioned that you had a couple of exercises for us to do um, are they something that you can, you can do now?
1: Yeah, I'd say, why not? I I presume most people are probably sitting down at this stage, uh, maybe listening to this. Or if not, and they're out for a walk, then that's fine too. It doesn't matter. First exercise is called the dumb waiter. Okay, so you have to get a picture of this. You can see the man standing in the tuxedo. What I want you to do is just tuck your elbows into the sides of the body and leave the palms facing upwards. Relax your shoulders down away from your ears. That's important. And just focus on keeping a nice straight spine. Okay, so that's the central nervous system coming down through the spine. So that has to be nice and straight. Breathing is fine. We take a little breath in and then as you breathe out, rotate the hands out to the sides while keeping your elbows stuck to your body. So you'll feel the chest opening all the way across the front, right across the front of the chest. And then we're squeezing our shoulder blades behind us. Almost like as if you've got a tennis ball trapped between your shoulder blades squeeze the tennis ball and then come back to the center as you inhale and then just work back out again with the hands squeezing the shoulder blades inhale to the center and you do that about seven or eight times and squeeze and exhale and what it's doing at the point where you're releasing the shoulder blades at T1 it's helping to massage and relax the compression on that point which is lowering the tension out of the body Across the front, you're relaxing the shoulders, releasing the tension from your shoulders. But a really important area as well, a little gland called the thymus gland, and that looks after our immune system. So what we need to do is obviously in days of lockdown and and where there is a, a nasty virus circulating, we need to have our immune system working at its very, very best. And this will help to release any tension from the immune system and from the thymus gland. So we're boosting the immune system and we're lowering then the stress levels in our body. Very simple exercise. Doing it daily, maybe twice a day would be super. Tony, before we finish, is there anything else that you just
0: want to mention? Is there anything that we've not covered? Something that uh, listeners should, should maybe know about?
1: Well, I think the, the brain is working really, really hard and it depends a lot on water. That's a big thing. So dehydration, even though we haven't talked about it, but if the brain is working really hard and the body is working hard to process adrenaline and fear and tension, what we need to do is to keep ourselves properly hydrated. We can sit around and we'll say, oh, well, I tend to only drink a bit of water maybe before exercise or after exercise. What I'd like to encourage people to do is to drink a lot more water right through the day. Slow, small sips, but regularly through the day, because as the tension comes into the body and the fascia tightens up, it will tighten up even more if it's dehydrated. So by um, elevating your water intake, that helps to then release the connective tissue and it helps to keep it hydrated. And the other thing about, I suppose, dehydration, apart from the physical side of things, we also lose a bit of our mental uh, motivation and creativity as well. So we'll start to get lethargic. We'll start to see that there's nothing we can do to cope. And that brings us into a very negative space. That can all be curbed a little bit by keeping your water levels up. So that'll that that'd be a big tip for the end of it. Keep your water levels up and keep exercising. Tony, we've got episode two coming up next. Um, in episode two, what will we be covering? I think we're going to look at uh, our moods and how they're fuelled and what we can do to really control our moods a lot of people take them for granted I don't think we have to do that I think it's important we don't do that because if we are in lockdown and we are sharing our space with other people people that we love then we want to be in good form and we want to be the person that brings the happiness into the space maybe and we're not reliant on somebody else for our own happiness that's a big key and we'll be looking at that in the next episode Don't forget to check out Quantum Flow Performance on Facebook,
0: where Tony streams a free 20-minute Pilates class live each morning. Tony is also the author of Quantum Flow Running, and if you're interested in learning more about his book, you can visit quantumflowperformance.com.
1: You've been listening to Your Body Under Lockdown.